Hello and welcome to GA Scores. My name is Pierce Corkin and this week I'm joined by Connor Coyle. Hello, Connor. All right, Pierce, how's your form? Good, good, good. And delighted to welcome back former Fermanagh County player Ryan McCluskey. Hello, Ryan. Pierce, good to hear you're alive and well. <laughs> <laughs> the rumours were just rumours. Uh, the talk that is dominating conversations around the country at the moment is, of course, COVID. And what our escalating case numbers around the country means Will we have a championship or National League to look forward to this winter? This weekend, we have a full slate of inter-county fixtures returning, but many are questioning, with COVID cases rising, will games be able to go ahead? And let alone that, should they go ahead? Just yesterday, Fermanagh manager Ryan McMenamin told RT Sport about the struggles his team are under at the moment while they battle against the virus, with limited numbers turning up to train, which could impact on their ability to tog out against Clare this coming weekend. Ryan, turning to you first, the situation seems pretty precarious at the moment up north. You made the point speaking to Irish News last week that if Armana's game goes ahead, that it would be harmful to player welfare. Is that something you still think? Um, I, I just can't believe we're, we're still probably having this conversation about the topic and nobody has, has stepped in and made sense out of this just madness that, that may occur, obviously, at the weekend. And I suppose most of us from Anna fans are praying that it, it, it won't happen. Um, and certainly, obviously, ex-players. Somebody actually asked me tonight, was I, was I available at the weekend? And, and we were laughing, obviously, in jest about the whole thing. So I think we'll quash those rumours, first and foremost, know that uh, I'll not be available if, if Ricey gives me a call. I don't think I, I could... Uh, endure another mad season but uh, no it's just it's it's been such a chaotic chaotic time from start to finish um i thought you know i think i mentioned in that interview with the, the irish news that there may have been seven or eight cases i'm led to believe it's it's more in the region of about 17 cases in total um i had the opportunity to, to talk to some of, of my own club mates then, the, the Niskill and Gales lads, over the kind of weekend as well, uh, because there, there were a number of strong rumours about those lads being quite unwell. Um, and yeah, when I had the opportunity to talk to three or four of them, they, they yeah, have, have been in a bad place. That That's the bottom line, you know, severely affected from everything from that, I suppose, lethargic kind of feelings that comes, comes with the the COVID-19 itself, um, their chest, you could even hear it on the phone um, and, and how bad they actually were. Uh, the lads have done nothing. Um, I think some of the younger lads, the likes of Johnny Cass and Callum, I think they've picked up the, the good old FIFA over the last few days and, and that's been really the, the height of it for them. But um, I, I know, again, uh, Richie O'Callaghan, our, our club captain, Richie in particular now was, was heavily affected by, by the case and he has struggled and, and, and been in bed for a number of days, obviously, with the, the virus and has done absolutely nothing. Um, I know whenever it was announced as well, you know, if the GA are maybe thinking, you know, there's a, there's a game of bluff or something going on here, I think they need to delve a bit further and, and maybe do a bit of, of groundwork because... Uh, Richard, Richard actually teaches in, in Holy Trinity here, uh, one of the local schools. So all of the kids in his class have also been in isolation for the, the two-week period. So that class have been down, again, causing a ripple effect. Maybe parents, you know, people who are working, maybe who own their own, you know, businesses, whatever that may be. It's it's obviously had a massive effect on, on everybody outside that circle as well. And, 
Yeah, Pierce, you, you go back to player welfare, you, you know, lads who have been on the floor for, for two weeks. Um, and yeah, I believe I think there was 11 possibly at the last session to ask those lads to go into a high-paced you know, environment at any level. Sorry, even I know we're talking about intercounty here. It's absolutely crazy, you know. And yeah, I, I would fear that some young lads, you, you know, dare I say, may play the game, something happen, you know, you know, hopefully, and again, touching wood here, as, as I sit and talk to you as well, something, you know, you know, may happen that could cause them distress and, and pain down the line. I suppose the, the madness of this disease is nobody knows what the after effects may be. And obviously getting into that borderline professional environment to them to be playing at that level after having a number of weeks off and not knowing how their bodies may be affected it is absolutely crazy and and we're talking about a lot of key men here as well you know it's it's not a case of possibly lads who've been in and out of the side so I uh, again I'm, I'm just flabbergasted that we're we're still on this topic and, and we're still having to, to fight I suppose the, the honest case that that has occurred over the last kind of well I suppose week and a week and a bit now at this stage that's like that's just absolutely crazy to hear because like I listening to Ryan McManaman on the radio yesterday and he tried to kind of I suppose in his position he tried to kind of put a bit of a uh, a good face on it not to kind of panic everybody but from what you're saying there regardless of like the physical outcomes of it and people were mentioning well sure if some lads drop off could they call up others but this seems like it's just totally decimated even the physical nature and then that would have an impact on their mental fatigue as well, because yeah. if lads are playing, if they're playing with lads who they see are getting very, very ill, their mind is going to be on that and that alone. Because you know, like any intercounty panel, I'm sure they're very close and good friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's it. And, and then you obviously have a number of players who were in their company that have had to self isolate as well. And it's all well and good. Listen, you know, you can stay and do your your bits at home and and do your your own kind of you, you could say work, but it is there's so much wrong you know you know with it you have those lads you're right that are that are training who can't prepare in the, in the right way because they can't work with um their teammates you obviously have the backroom team who are probably pulling their their hair completely out they can't do the work in preparation for the game you can't do any maybe tactical work yes you can go on to zoom and probably do some of that stuff but again can you do it if some lads are lying in bed you know and obviously some of them were and have been extremely sick and, and hopefully they're they're you know, I suppose getting to to be in a, in a better kind of place now over the next few days as well. But you just have have so many, I suppose, permutations here that you know, for, for me, are just it's it's cra- absolutely crazy. It's it's one of the the most craziest things I've I've had to listen to, and and I you know all our all our county I suppose have done from the get go is adhere to to the advice that has been given. You know, by every nearly country at this stage in terms of those lads self-isolating obviously and lads who are in contact with them but it goes back to this issue of you're nearly damned if you do you know and then you're obviously going to be damned if you don't as well so you know it's about finding that balance and for me it's a case of you know yes for mana are first and they're listen we're, we're, we're looking probably and, and the shout outs have been to try and just give give us a, a level playing field. Give those lads another week. Those lads have to come back that morning from self-isolation. They can't travel down the night before because I know the hotel um, has cancelled as well because of the, the outbreak and stuff as well. Um, 
They have to travel that morning, no doubt. They cannot be on, you know, they, they can't be on buses. They're probably going to have to travel in small groups or those safe groups, whatever it may be. So it's just flawed from start to finish. And, you know, I know there were outbreaks in the likes of Armagh not that long ago as well. You know, this is a first, you know, and, and it's a case of, you know, probably for me, who's going to be next, you, you know. So, and it's hard because the, the GA have been, I, I think they've been brilliant, you, you know, as much as we're, we're, we're here now and we, we are having, I suppose, a bit of a pop for somebody to step in. They, they have taken the lead and a lot of sports turn to the GA because of the sheer numbers of, of you know, our sport as well. And, and they look and see what they're doing and try and then filter in thereafter and trying to play similar guidelines to their sports as well. So, you know, credit words to you that, They've tried to get you know you know the show back on 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 the road so to speak, but for me just with with this at the moment it it is absolutely crazy and there is that that chance of maybe somebody you know you know having some type of injury or problem down the line, and you know are the GA going to be licking their wounds with a massive insurance claim if there is some term you know long term yeah. effects on on one of the players you know I don't know if somebody has actually thought this through but for me if I was over the the head of GA and looking at my insurance department or whoever was over that side of things, I'd certainly be asking the question, you know, you know, what ifs and, and you know, looking at every eventuality. And from honour or first, you know, you know, my question is, who who is going to be, be next? And if it was a bigger county, with the greatest respect as well, would this still be lingering on and would this still be happening? I think, though, as well, and, like, from what you're saying, um, this kind of seems to have transcended the idea of this game alone because... From what you're saying, and I like, look, we don't want to speculate because yeah. these are people's lives and the health. Like, yeah. And I know, like, you're not speaking for any team or any member yeah. when when I ask you this, but like, to me, that sounds like it's not just the game that's in danger. It's Fermanagh's participation in the league and championship in general that could be in danger. Um, to be honest, and, and again, I've I've been out of the squad a couple of years. You, you know. Yeah, I was fortunate to play alongside a lot of those lads as well, and it could leave a massive, you know, sour taste in some of these lads. You know, you know, Mouse. Naturally, we have a smaller, probably picked in most counties, and we we make the most of that and we utilise it. And people have said we we maybe punch well above where we're, where we're meant to be, but you know, we we try and utilise what what we have. And there's some brilliant players coming through. For me, something like this could could leave a sour taste. You could see them maybe emigrate and going somewhere else. You know. It certainly doesn't doesn't help with those lads who have put in a lot of work, obviously throughout the, the campaign and you know throughout the the whole kind of lockdown as well to try and re- retain obviously some type of fitness. And yes, you know no matter how it was picked up or transcended through through the side, it it just sends shock waves and so many as we said ripple effects through throughout you know the the whole squad and you know, I'd be very disappointed, yes, if, if these lads aren't given a fair crack at the whip. And yes, the league table doesn't lie. We're down there for a reason. And it probably wasn't the best of starts, you know, for, for the lads uh, this year in Division 2. But, you know, all you want, you know, when you when you get up to that level and you're, you're, you're there, you know, it was only a season or two we were knocking on Division 1's door. And, and, you know, you just want to be given a fair crack at the whip. And, you know, it, it could come back and haunt sides in, in the promotion hunt. It could could haunt other sides in, in the relegation hunt as well. And I do understand, yes, they want to get games played. We want to get back to normality. But, yeah. you know, for, for me, it, it runs a bit deeper. You know, I'll talk even the, the likes of, you know, Ryan, for, for, for example, um, you, you know, just talking about Ryan there, for example, 
only opened his own business the, the last year or so as well. I know uh, from actually talking to his, his business partner tonight who, who trains in our gym, John Slowey, that, that they were saying their own business, It's I think it's RJS down in, in Drumshambo. So at the moment, um, John is kind of in currently working and just, I suppose, yeah, um, panicking that again, Ryan shows no side effects because obviously Ryan was in, con- or in contact with those and he has to self-isolate. So they're down, obviously, a member of staff, you know, again, is affecting their welfare. There's somebody else having to come into their business. You know you know what I'm saying is, and it's not all about, don't get me wrong, money and finance, but for somebody like that, starting their own business up, then the overhead and the costs and maybe not getting any grants or aids from, uh, you know, the GAA, let alone the government as well. You know, th- there's such a just... Uh, you know, it, it just runs so deep and there's so many knock-on effects and, and so many things that could be affected and you don't see all that as well, you know, we're, mm. we're just sitting talking about those lads affected, but it's the other lads as well that obviously have had to maybe curtail and step back from work and, you know, I know for example, Jonesy's, Jonesy's not getting anything for being off, you, you know, he can't go and turn to claim of maybe some allowance maybe from the, the southern gov- government from talking to John as well tonight, so... For me, the whole thing is is just it's so tough, and and I know it's we're kind of getting in on the the GA here and asking no, them to, to give you know that, but you know and, and they've done so much right, but yeah, but it's again, a massive challenge. Like it, said. it is a challenge, and and it's something that you know we're possibly going to have to deal with for the long term, and it's it's maybe a case of maybe taking a step back to go forward. I do ask questions that. The GPA and, and I know they stepped in, you know, at the weekend. But again, you know, how much say do they have? You know, you know, for me, this should have been quashed. It should have been done. Add another week on for for that game and and go from there. You know, but uh, again, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm kind of scratching my head that we're we're I've said it about three times now that we're still having, you know, this right. conversation and, and the game hasn't been moved. You know, Connor, just to bring in there, like. I, your initial thoughts on that, because someone, from my perspective, living down in Dublin, you know, with COVID cases that can, in individual counties, that can be a bit of a, for want of a better word, bubble that kind of goes around and you kind of focus in on your own counties. But someone like yourself, and you know, near enough neighbouring counties, Fermanagh, is, this seems like, is, could this be the death now for the championship for this year? Yeah, well, I think we've been, you know, we've been speaking about it on the last couple of podcasts, of the, you know, mm. that we're doing just in, in terms of where we go from here. And, you know, as, as Ryan has kind of, you know, so well put there that, you know, we spoke about it last week, so one team or, or a handful of teams that, that has these clusters, you know, uh, together with, within a panel can just, could just, you know, set off like a real, you know, a real chain reaction where you know at the end of the day, uh, if teams can't fulfil fulfil fixtures, they can't you know they, they can't finish out the league, they can't you know fulfil a championship game. You know, wh- at what point do we have to just say you know pull the plug on it? Um, you know, especially when when we're talking about you know you know things like promotion and relegation, division two and division three and things like that. You know, you don't really want to be going out. I'm sure for I don't want to be going out to play against uh, against Clare with. With you know a, a quarter or even less of a team, you know, so it, it just you know as we've kind of discussed it, 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 it takes away the kind of the integrity of the whole thing um, from from the very start, I suppose. And um, you know when we're talking about the leagues here, you know, which is you know obviously maybe obviously a, a lesser competition for for most counties, but you know when we get towards the chat the championship, you know, 
considering the, the the trend of where we're at in terms of the cases, you know, particularly here up up north, you know, it's it's it's, it's kind of skyrocketed this this last this last couple of weeks. You know, what what's to say that uh, a Trone or a Donegal aren't, aren't going to get uh, you know uh, a group of cases in at one time, and and you know, obviously with a with a two week isolation period, then you know you're kind of ruling out games really at that stage. So um, yeah, I, I think I think it's going to be very difficult to, to to finish out either competition really at this stage um yeah but i mean we'll have to see how it goes connor connor i think sorry just on that you you know i, I look at a throne and certainly whenever you know i'm down obviously doing a wee, wee bit of work with with burn and the way that the throne county board um i suppose stepped in and, and how they managed it for, for me i thought it was it was very good as well in terms of they went with promotion only and they, they obviously scrapped the relegation then. I know we had started this current National League campaign, so I do understand, mm-hmm. I suppose, the, the thought process to continue the league. But for me, it, it was a very logical step, you know, from Trung GA. And, you know, there was nothing stopping them because of this being, you know, hopefully, and again, I'm, I'm touching what a couple of times this tonight as well you know a, a one-off thing and you know our lifetimes and we all been well um and, and this pandemic you know hopefully it's it's over sooner rather than later but trung ga then had promotion only and they've slid obviously those teams up and made it i suppose as as, as again i suppose that they, they ensured that the the leagues ran with some type of i suppose card at the end of the stick and and for me you know i i think that worked and they've slid Obviously, then a couple of sides up who come out of each league, and they've obviously then entertained, you know, more um, teams in, in some of the leagues, and they haven't worried about the the relegation side of things. You, you know, you're just looking for logic somewhere along the lines, you know, to step in. And again, it's not harping back, you know, from manner in that position because we deserve to be there from from the start of the league campaign. But just for me, at, at times, you know, that's where I think the GA maybe need to step back and have a chat with maybe a number of player representatives or county representatives or a player's body sitting in and, you know, get into these conversations to turn around and say, right, yeah, this makes sense. I, th- I think this makes sense. You know, we chalk this one off and we'll, we'll go with this. And, you know, then those those sides who are obviously in the, the promotion hunts at the moment, yeah, you know, they deserve to be there as well and get them up and, you know, leave relegation or whatever it may be, but just give teams you know a chance to to fight their case that's that's the bottom line you know are we looking at the same in the championship then as well um like the one thing that struck me was there was talk about for obviously people want to be in certain divisions because it influences their position in the championship going forward should we be looking at that again and maybe kind of saying to ourselves or the ga saying to themselves look until we get this pandemic done and dusted that until then it's structures and ways of playing and competitions and division one and division two and whatever else is kind of put on the back burner and you know like you said not putting as much pressure on the players yeah well i would say anyway i mean particularly if you're looking at the likes of of Fermanagh there like it would be incredibly incredibly harsh you know regardless of whether you know you know the games go ahead or or you know on, on what way things finish up It'll be incredibly harsh, even you know, as you're saying, Ryan, there in terms of, you know, they're in the position they're in because you know they had a poor start to the campaign or whatever. But to, to not have that ability to go out and rectify it, you know, properly 100, um, and to have you know to potentially end up 
playing in the you know in the second tier or whatever uh, based on that is you know it would be incredibly harsh really like so I'm sure they're going to have to come up with some sort of solution for 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 that you know. What about you, Ryan? Like, do you see? Was this something you got to say? Um. Well, well, I suppose. Listen, when we talk about that restructuring, um, again, I feel that it, it's just it, it is bananas. You know, Connor has touched it in terms of the likes of our, ourselves. You know, you're you're going to find yourself possibly in a second tier competition, um, and not being given a proper crack at things. And again, it it, it just. You could be training from, well, maybe not even any rest from the end of last year. You know, there was a new management team obviously come in. I'm sure 100%, you know, they were back early in terms of they wanted to bring maybe their own, some of their own lads in. I know Ricey was involved with the last management team, don't get me wrong as well. And there are certain members that were retained in the backroom team. However, you know, he wanted to build his panel, his squad. So there were players back earlier than, than you know, maybe to be expected in terms of, you know, when most sides would, would start, there may have been a few trial games uh, to get a look at players and stuff. So from then that playing perspective, you know, you could have been playing, training for God knows, four, five, six months to get to this period and, and, and just not have that, you know, correct crack at it is is just baffling. And and again, you know, it's it's stuff like that, you know, where you can lose Probably interest maybe in the game somewhere along the lines or maybe even just the, the simplest of things. You, you know, you could lose trust within the GA and that's where some of those lads maybe choose to go other ways or if they're multi-coded, maybe go into, I don't know, other platforms, go and play a bit at soccer or, or hurling, whatever it is, you know, and I, I just think it would be unfair. And listen, this this is the, the, the first, you know, um, side that it's kind of kicked off it within county. Besides, it did creep up in, in Armagh a number of weeks and months ago. I know they had closed all senior training as well at one stage, but um, it's, it's just so tough. It's, it's so tough at the minute. And then because of, I suppose, the club side of things, you know, I felt Rome done it exceptionally well. Our own county, uh, you know, I was maybe frustrated with how they conducted maybe the leagues and stuff as well. Um, you know, for... for Different counties, you know, they could have had the club football right up weeks ago. You know, there's no real stipulations when it came to that. Let's face it and, and call a spade a spade. There, there were sides that were maybe out training when they shouldn't have been possibly as well. And so, you know, you know, you could have sides just coming in now um, in peak form and peak condition leading into the championship. And sorry, sorry, Pierce, about this one, you know, but you could see maybe Dublin dethroned this year and it could be because of maybe other sides that have been out and, and maybe didn't have these problems that were able to train and maybe do it on the on the quiet for maybe a number of weeks and months and uh, yeah. maybe hit the ground running then, leading, obviously leading into the championship campaign. So it's just, there's so many permutations, it's crazy times and uh, it, it, it could end up being a, a catastrophic summer in one sense or a brilliant summer in the other. So, you know. Don't worry, Ryan, we'll edit that last bit about Dublin. <laughs> Oh, of <laughs> honestly that no but no you're right i think it like we, we mentioned this previously like it's it's this championship is going to be like no other and even even if dublin win and if they it's it's something that's in it, we're in an incredibly unique position and i think going into it i think we need to from from the summertime when the fixture list was reshaped and released and we saw right okay winter time december all Ireland final 
you know, there's plenty to look forward to. But as it gets closer and, you know, the cases start rising and we're in the middle of what seems to be a second wave now and there's talks about, you know, level four or level five lockdowns or whatever. And up north, there's talk about four lockdowns as well. And there's the cases of traveling over county borders, like someone from like, you know, the flip side of it as well. And this is not to kind of diminish yeah. for manner or whatever, but like on the flip side, if you're somebody in Clare, if you're if you're on the Clare team this weekend, are you thinking, well, I don't know, I have, I have a job on Monday or I have, I, like, yeah. I have a family or my wife could be pregnant or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I could be marking a fellow who has it. And, I, you know, it's those sort of things yeah. that are definitely playing on the mind of players. There's, there's just so many things that you, you know, you're coming up with some, Pierce. I'm sure Connor um, has has a number as well of things he's thought about. And just so many things, you know, that you... you you don't foresee, and, and that's, I suppose, the nature nature of the beast. And it's not to say, listen, you know, we want to get back to life. We want to get back to normality. We want to do things. That that's There's no doubt no, no doubting that at all. But it's just, you know, getting back there and, and doing things the right way. Um, I actually heard from a... I was plenty, talking to plenty of people today, but there's a young Garda lady that, that would work with ourselves. And she actually, uh, she was talking about uh, there's very little legislation to stop people then going across the border. So you could see herds of, of supporters maybe trying to get in and, and cross the border and get down as well. You know, there is no legislation to turn people back coming from the north and saying, no, you know, you can't come down. So, you know, how far do we want this to spread? How, long, how much longer do we want it to go on for? I suppose, listen, everything's up in the air at the minute, but... Um, it's it's just crazy times and I, I do feel listen, I feel for the GA as well and, and every you know body that, that is involved certainly in, in the, the weekend and stuff and you know it hit us with Burra a few a few weeks ago as well. You know, we couldn't play against Ahar because one of our lads um had been contacted somebody was positive and then the ripple effect as we talked about as well came from there. He was with six other teammates the night before and out of those six another three played for the reserves so we had to make a call on it, and then we we had a forfeit fit the game. Sorry, then, and it just you know again you're you're just trying to do the best you can. But um, I suppose listen, let's let's try and be as positive. And I know it sounds really negative, and I suppose no, I'm course. trying to I'm trying to put the Fermanagh hat on here and and trying to raise awareness. But you know we want football to be back. There's there's nothing more than you know that for 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 me and for all of us here you know even having these discussions we want it to be back and we want to see some football but we we just hope it's it's done in, in the, the, the i suppose the, the fairness me- method that that the ga can come up with you know for Absolutely. the campaign and, and be logical and as logical as as they can for the the rest of the year as well moving into division 1 i suppose and kind of talk about some football you know we're, we have a couple of good fixtures, standout fixtures this weekend, you know. I think the the one that stands out probably is the um, the warm-up to the first round of the Ulster uh, Championship with Donegal taking on Tyrone. Galway are playing Mayo on Sunday, uh, Monaghan playing Kerry, Dublin playing Meath. And the standings at the moment in Division 1 after the break were Galway on top on 8 points, Kerry on 7, Tyrone 3rd on 6, 4th Dublin on 6. Fifth, Dublin, five points. Sixth, Monaghan, five points. Seventh, Mayo, and three points. And Meath, and zero points. We've touched on it a little bit there about the effects of what the break will have on these players. And we don't know the different tangibles and how they're going to affect different players. But just what do we think, you know, taking away the obvious concerns that come from COVID, 
what do we think is going to is uh, these teams are going to be about come this weekend? For example, Mayo had a poor start to the year. Are they going to be refreshed, rejuvenated, ready to go? Could we look at Galway? Are they going to kick on? Could they be someone that could spring a surprise? What are we looking forward to? I th- I think what's what we're going to see really, like you know, over this couple of next weekends, especially, is is probably some really unpredictable stuff. Like we 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 have no idea how these teams are, are coping with the you know the, the unprecedented circumstances that we're in, and you know, like there, there's no. I've barely read any anything or, or heard anyone talking about actual football at this stage. So you know, it's it's pretty much all from COVID. So it's actually you know, it's hard to actually even get a bit of buzz about the football when you know when 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 everything else is is just not you know football focused. So um, I I I would think I would imagine Galway will will, will probably finish strong. I know obviously um, all the videos are being shared around over the last day or two with um with Jim McGuinness um. You know, to, taking a one-off session. I think, I think, I think maybe some people are reading a bit too much into that. Um, I, I would say, um, it seemed to be just kind of a, a one-off kind of informal arrangement. I think they were calling it. So, um, but listen, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't think Galway need Jim McGuinness to come in and 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 show them how hungry they need to be. You know, I think I think Galway are going to have that anyway. Uh, they showed that obviously with with a really strong start to the league. So. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I think they're probably in for for a strong finish as well. Um, but yeah, just obviously a um, couple of big games on this weekend, and just really looking forward to you know there's, there's a there's a festival of football on TV TV over the weekend as well. So while we can't all kind of um, be there in person and 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 you know feel that kind of you know last couple of league games championship buzz, um, it'll, it'll be good to see plenty of football similar to what we we've seen in terms of the club games. But um, yeah, I, I, I fancy Galway now definitely. And in terms of Toronto and Gaul, um, it's a strange one obviously because you know they're um, they're they're due to play in the in the championship and only a couple of weeks after that. So could be a little bit of um, a little bit of shadow boxing potentially. I know Toronto are obviously still in the mix, you know, in, in terms of up up around the top there. But I think you'll you'll potentially see a little bit of experimentation probably on, on both sides, I would say. I, I'd have to agree there um, with, with, with Connor. It's it's great to have it back. Listen, there are some fantastic games, big games at the weekend, and it will be interesting, you know, in terms of what sides I suppose do go out. Do, do people maybe write off the, the league campaigns and think, you know, you know what, we'll maybe play a... Maybe we have a, a sideshow squad or, or second maybe string or maybe we'll, we'll throw... Maybe a couple of curveballs in, and, and just you know, you know, get other sides thinking before the championship, especially that Donegal Tyrone game. But uh, you know, players should be coming back and, and thinking. You know, you know, I certainly would be at, at this stage if again, I, if I was playing. You know, the amount of months that you were sitting behind, maybe looking at Zoom screens or whatever it was, however teams were conducting their their, their training. You know, you, you're thinking to yourself, well, no, you know, you just want to be back in the pitch. So. If those if those lads aren't up for this weekend and looking forward to it, you know, you know I don't know. And Connor talked about the likes of, of Jim coming back in and, and doing a session there with, you know, you know Galway. Every side will will want to be out, and every side will want to to you know, I suppose, give it their their best in the, in the last number of, of league games. We've said this many times as well before, you know, uh, Pierce that, you know, the leagues have have changed over the last kind of decade as well. The leagues. 
was at, at the start of, of my certainly to your plan would have been really an afterthought you, you know it was all geared towards the championship but certainly you know as the, the years ticked on you know you have a decent league campaign or finish the, the league campaign strong that it does give you good footing you know to, to go into championship football so it is imperative that you you make some ground in the league and you do try and finish it as strong as you can so you know for me, it's brilliant. Listen, you know, you're right to have a back, Connor, and, and to be able to sit and watch it probably on, on the phone and maybe try and have another game on, on an iPad and maybe try and slip something else on, on the iPhone. It'll, it'll be brilliant, yeah. And, you know, I know football, as as they've been saying in Sky Sports and, and sure, with all the soccer leagues, it is nothing without fans. You know, I suppose we, we have to be grateful that it's back and we are making steps in, in the right direction and, and that hopefully, listen... You know, in a few months' time, this will be all kind of dead and buried, and, and we will see spectators back on the grounds as well. And down the division too, um, it's like as we just touched on there with Fermanagh, um, it is quite congested. But I think, as we touched on there with with the with a view of 2021 championship, even on this stage, uh, the standings are currently Armagh top with seven points, Roscommon seven, Calvin six points in third, Westmead fourth five points. Leash and fifth, five points. Clare, sixth, with four points. Kildare, four points. And Fermanagh at bottom on two points. From that, those eight teams, there's a lot of teams there who surely will be looking at this year's championship with the view of this could be our best chance of making a breakthrough. Like the likes of just there, Roscommon have been there, 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 in previous years. Cavan have been trying to make noises. Um, you know, Westmead, Leash player, even even from Anna as well, and Kildare. Like, what should we expect from those teams? Division two, Division two has been a been a mad kind of hunting ground over the last number of years in terms of, yeah, the hoses went down to the last day, and there's been so many permutations. You know, I think I mentioned earlier on that ourselves. You know, we we had been close to maybe promotion a couple of times. Um, I know Armagh have been, and then it's went down to the last game of the seasons and slight or. It, it's just kind of slided so much on, on those last games where sides have maybe got relegated in the last game and been maybe a couple of points off, maybe even promotion. And, and it's just a fascinating division and always has been, you know, over the last definitely three, four years with, with ourselves. So, um, and, and you're completely right. You know, you'd be hoping for the likes of Calvin, can they kick on? their second year under Graham, you know, and you always get that bounce back from the, that first year of a new management side coming in and imparting what, what their kind of style is, but can they push on? You're, you're right, you know, very impressed with a number of those sides, your, your Ross Commons, um, your Clare, uh, you know, there's there's so much with, within that, that kind of league as well. And obviously then you have those, those standings that, that can then affect you know, the tier one, tier two championships the following year as well. So there's so much to play for. It's, it's for, for me, one of the brilliant um, standout leagues out of all of them because there is so much riding on those top and, and that split in those those tiers, you know, in the championship the following year. So it's got even more, you could say, competitive as well. And there is nothing in that league. But you're, you're right, there, there's so many teams in that congested group that, would be hoping for for a, a run this summer in the championship and, and can as well with with the, the squads and, and with the quality that they have. I think our man Roscommon will, will definitely be, be a good watch anyway. Not even in terms of um where they're sitting in the table. Obviously, I'm sure the the winner will, will 
pretty much guaranteed to go up. I think so. Um, you know, just in terms of the style of football, obviously Armar are, are kind of getting known now as a team that likes to, you know, that, that has plenty of good forwards, likes to play football, and and, and the same really with 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 Ross Common as well. So, um, it it should hopefully be a good watch anyway. I would say that one. Yeah, just within those two t- two divisions, then, and you know, we touched we touched on the championship is going to be very unique. So instead of kind of as a, something to round off the podcast this evening, instead of asking what team do we think is going to win the league or win the championship, if you could both name one team each that you think is going to be the dark horse, the outsider, someone who's going to come out that we mightn't even even thought about, you know, someone maybe in Division Three or Four that could take advantage, that's best place to take advantage of the unusual nature of uh, this season and what it's turned into. We'll start with you, Connor. Uh, I assume you mean for the whole year, like for the championship yeah. and the league, yeah. Um, it's hard to know. Like, I mean, I'm just looking looking down through the league tables here and, and, and you know, just even looking at someone the likes of Cork there, um, you know, they, they've kind of obviously, you know, they had a, a few kind of barren years, you know, where they were really kind of down in the dumps and, and, and weren't really competing at the, at the level that they would have been used to. Um, obviously, they're they're down in Division 3 now, but they're, you know, they're, they're 5 for 5 there and they've definitely shown signs uh, in the last couple of years. I think uh, Tyrone played them last year and I think it was the... In, in, it was the Super 8s, I think it was, and like they, they cut through them a couple of times, like for 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 goals, like they were very direct, very direct uh, running team, and um, I think that over the next couple of years, they're they're probably gonna only gonna get better. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe the the break might not done them a, a huge amount of favors in terms of momentum, but you know they'll 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 streak home the, uh, to the Division Three title, I would think, and yeah, um, you know, it's especially now, you know. They caused Kerry plenty of problems last year as well when when whenever the, the the two played. So um, I think they're probably in with a good shot in terms of, of of being a dark horse anyway. Um, Armagh as well. I think. Listen, I think people have been saying it for years that you know you can maybe say that that they've possibly underachieved a little bit in terms of the you know the All Ireland and and, and the Ulster series. Um, but you know, there's absolutely no doubt that there's talent there, and and, and there's plenty, there's plenty of scoring power. There's some some really decent decent backs as well. Um, they have just a real good balance throughout the team, and I, I think it's only a matter of time really before they come good. Um, I'm not sure how the you know the the COVID situation. Obviously, it was um all the football activity there was stopped there in Armagh for a fair period there, so I'm not sure what effect that will have on them. But um, you would expect them to kind of finish the league out strong and get promoted. Um. To Division One, where, where they probably would say that they belong themselves, um, and yeah, I think I think they, you know, they've been coming good for a couple of years. And I think we need to take a next step now. What about you, Ryan? Uh, it's it, for me, it is very hard to look past. I suppose you know the likes of Dublin and Kerry, and the, the reason probably more so this year that I would swear towards those sides. Sorry, I'm going to throw Donegal into that mix as well. Um, I know they've been working very hard behind the scenes uh, over the last number of months, and and they do see this as a, as a massive opportunity. I just think those three have you, you know serious depth in, in their squads, and if there is the, the the likelihood of a cluster maybe or something breaking out, I just think they have an abundance of of talent you, you know across the board in their palans that they could step in and you know you know easily you know go like for like and. You know, 
and that it, it just uh, it's it's scary. Some of the names that don't get on some of those starting sides. So for me, those sides that are able to possibly deal with the setbacks that this pandemic may throw throw in at different kind of parts of of, of the the, remain, the remainder of the season for me will will be the standout. And um, I suppose out of the blue, uh, I'm probably thinking. I, I, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing down this year to see what way they're developing with their second year under Paddy, Paddy Talley. Um, I've always enjoyed, you know, Paddy and, and how he's worked. Um, certainly from from that Sigerson side as well that he had taken and, and that historic win for me just strikes me as as a coach who who is just highly kind of skilled in, in what he does and, and understands the game very well. You, you know, he's a I suppose a modern coach in one sense that he, yeah, he 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 imparts a style of play that condenses the pitch with with his sides, and it's always interesting to watch him kind of smother teams in in different areas and and how he kind of brings just his style and and very nearly McGuinness like, but in different ways as well. And we we touched on Jim, but how he does it and and listen, they they have a number of very kind of expansive forwards in there as. Listen, we, we know as well they're highly talented. So for me, I kind of look forward to, to seeing how he's developing with them in the second year and can they maybe maybe steal a march somewhere along the lines in the Ulster Championship and who's going to stand out for them. And this was just a final point then. On, uh, you mentioned there Jim McGuinness. We discussed it briefly there. He was filmed yesterday training the Galway senior team and Horrock Joy spoke out today on Monday and said that basically friends they know each other from college he's somebody that you know will bring a wealth of experience no matter what and that basically that it was just you know one time thing and he hasn't made any uh, decision on a long term what sort of effect you know could he have on the Galway team is, is he someone that could uh, could be the launch pad for them making it over the line well listen I mean Jim McGinnis is Jim McGinnis like you know he's <laughs> He's one of the, you know, the the most influential kind of uh, coaches, I suppose, that we've had in the game over the last decade or so. And um, you know, and, and, you know, you know yourself, like whenever you're you're out training and you get a, a special coach in for the night, you really, you kind of, you, you really, um, you, you know, you, you put the shoulder to the wheel for that night specifically. So um, you've seen obviously in the video that that wasn't a particularly complicated uh, complicated drill, I suppose. But the, the Galway lads just seemed to be seemed to be mad for it, really. Like they were, you know, they were, you know, they were going full tilt at it. So um, you know, as I said before, like. You know, it's it's good to get that wee bit of expertise in, and I'm sure you know they enjoy the whatever kind of input that 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 Jim had. But I I don't think Galway are, are are lacking really in any hunger that you know that um that Jim could have provided to them. You know, I think I think they're hungry enough with without even throwing that into the mix. I, th- I think right. I think uh, I. Is it is it fake news? Is it one of those stories that has just been sent out to? And Jim, listen, was very good at this from a psychological point of view. Maybe throwing out some ammunition early, you know, just to maybe send some shock waves. Maybe you know, you know, against the opposition or leading up to maybe any big games. But again, Connor has alluded to it. He'll bring a wealth of of knowledge. And for me, if there if there would would have been any kind of, I, I suppose, areas of of weakness with that Galway side. I, I know the number of times we had played them in Division Two over the last kind of number of years. 
defensively, yeah, we, we could have breached them a number of times and we did get joy against them a number of times. Going forward, there was never an issue, but, you know, again, he, he would be very similar, I've said it, but him and Tally, you know, he, he certainly work on on trying to kind of condense, you know, areas of the pitch in possession or out of possession. And he'll he look at areas for for improvement. And again, he, he was one of the, the, I suppose, key men in, in changing the, the game um, in terms of style, stylistically over the last decade as well. And probably hence the reason why the GAA countered that and, and added in some new fancy rules over the last number of years to ensure that the game is... Bit more, bit more of a, a spectacle, but uh, no, it, it it would be good. Listen, it would be good to see him back involved in the game. I think we all know it's his first main love, and it's not to say he hasn't done brilliant in, in all his other roles over the last number of years. But um, he, he can only be an addition to to that squad, and I'm sure Galway would love to have him. All right, lads. I think that's a brilliant note to leave it at. Um, yeah, this weekend uh, G- the GA intercounty season is back. I think, firstly, from everyone, everyone that listens, and I think I think it's really though. Hopefully, the Fermanagh team, uh, the situation improves for them. I think you know their health is first and foremost, and hopefully that they're all right. And by the sounds of it, it's, it's a situation that's uh, getting worse before it gets better. Hopefully, everything improves. And but I think most of all, I think I speak for everyone. I think this year. We think we would really like a really brilliant championship and a really good league. But most of all, I think it's just about getting the games up and running again. So I think uh, with that note, we're going to leave it for this evening. Uh, you, as always, you can get us online on social media if you have any questions or anything you want to chat to us about. So till next week, see you later.